Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the rundown. It is the, what are we in today? I'm losing track of my, like, time stamp here. I am Rob Sanders, your host. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Today is the Tuesday edition. Now, I say that because we got six kids at home. The days kind of run together. That's kind of where I'm at. So, here on the rundown today, we've got good stuff coming around for you as usual, including what is going on with baseball. I've always been in the camp that uh, I love baseball, but after today, with the contracts you see that are out there and what the Red Sox owner said, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not seeing much hope in baseball. But then I found something that kind of made me feel better. So we'll get into that this afternoon. Also, we'll talk a little, uh, we'll talk about Antonio Brown, who is, in my opinion, the media superman. I'll tell you what that means later on. The AAF was almost broke after week two, despite having great ratings, or allegedly great ratings. I never really know how accurate those ratings are, so we'll get into that this afternoon as well. And let's see here. Oh, we'll preview the South Carolina and Clemson basketball games tonight. Big matchups for both teams. If they want to have any kind of postseason play, I suggest both teams win tonight. You don't really have much room for error. So we'll get into that as well this afternoon right here on The Rundown. Now, the big thing I want to get into today, though, is that last night as I'm uh, getting uh, the kids are running around and they're all sick and everything else, and I'm trying to deal with that, the big thing I'm dealing with is is getting them well, but all of a sudden, my Twitter feed goes off with, did you see what Trevor Lawrence did in the intramural basketball game up at Clemson? And I'm like, huh? So I went and found the video, and I looked at it, and the first thing that came out of my head was, huh, okay. I don't really like to pick the guy set. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the first thing that comes out. But basically, Trevor Lawrence is, is playing intramural basketball up at Clemson. And while he's playing this intramural ball, a young man comes up and sets a pick on him. And apparently Trevor didn't like the pick. So he kind of, Trevor pushed him once and then pushed him again. Now, the first thing that came to my head was, uh, wow, we're getting some fire out of Trevor Lawrence. Normally, this guy is just as cool as a cucumber. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you're not really going to get anything out of him. I mean, he just doesn't care. All right, I'm just going to go out and throw touchdowns and win national championships. That's what I do. That's the mentality that he has. But it looked like he showed a little bit of a, I don't want to say mean streak, but a little more of a, an aggressive nature 
in in uh, this pickup basketball game last night. So that was my first thing, and then all of a sudden I started thinking to myself, "Wait a minute, let me let me wrap my head around this for just a second. This guy is the leading candidate to win the Heisman Trophy, and he's out there playing basketball with." a bunch of guys that are just common college students, and I say common college students, and I mean that in the best way that I possibly can. But he's out there playing basketball with a bunch of guys that tomorrow they're going to wake up and just hope they get up early enough in time to go to, uh, to, go to class. They're not, they're not in the running for the Heisman Trophy. So that was my second thought. But then I had more of a thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Obviously, the Clemson coaching staff has to know that this guy is playing intramural hoops. You know what I mean? They have to know. And do they agree with it? There are some people that say maybe he shouldn't be playing. And when I think about that, I think back I think back to the story we had a couple weeks ago with Pat Mahomes from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. You know, just won the NFL MVP. And now his general manager says, yeah, you got to cut it on playing uh, basketball. But I, I get that, but they're investing millions of dollars in this guy, and he has signed a contract, a pro contract. Do you think that Trevor Lawrence should be playing college bas- or high school or excuse me intramural basketball it's a it's an interesting thought the first part of me says no this shouldn't happen but then the other part of me says you know what he's only got one set of time in college what do you want him to do if he's playing intramural basketball what's he doing he's staying in shape he's out he, he's with among the student body being a college student that's Is that really that big of a deal? So should Trevor Lawrence be playing intramural basketball? That's the first thing I want to throw out to you this afternoon at 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. If you haven't seen the video yet, it's on my blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com. Go and check it out because it is, it's, first of all, it's just weird seeing Trevor Lawrence shooting hoops. It shouldn't be. He's six foot six inches tall. He should be able to shoot whatever he wants. But to see him out there, and he looks like a giant playing with a lot of these kids. And then he gets that pick. And all of a sudden, he doesn't like it and then kind of shoves the guy that did it and had to be kind of separated and i like how the student uh gym guy or whatever he's trying to like talk to him and he's pointing up at him like now you listen here that's kind of the mentality trevor lawrence is like six foot six inches tall hey i'm gonna win the heisman you know what's what's the deal yeah the heisman's not the same thing as intramural basketball i think he wants that intramural title for uh for his his trophy case (laughs) <laughs> but should Trevor Lawrence be playing intramural basketball for up up at Clemson? Do you think that he's too valuable? Do you think that the coaching staff should tell him, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing that? 
803-978-1832 is the number to call. Would love to get your thoughts on that. Do you think the coaches should tell him, hey, there's a lot of things that could go wrong? One is you could get injured. That, that's thing number one. You could get injured. Thing number two is, is that you're always going to have a guy when you're playing basketball that wants to be like, I don't know, the big bull guy. The this is my court guy, the my coach screwed me over guy. So he's gonna he's gonna take shots at you because you've had athletic success. I think there's definitely a, a section for that. And you have to kind of avoid that person on the same front. But do you think that the Clemson coaching staff should be telling this guy, hey, don't do that? Or do you think that's too much of a militaristic state? They already have the the mentality hey nobody tweets during uh during football season no social media none of that now you're going to tell them hey you can't play intramurals up at clemson well i mean you can have the mentality of hey what's next you only go to classes with the football team we have our own set of classes that is it i mean it's I know that the hardcore fan is thinking, you know what, Rob? He shouldn't be out there in a, you know, possibly hurting himself. What happens if he goes up and steps on somebody's ankle and breaks his foot? That could happen. People break their foot all the time. Lowell, the producer from Clemson Sports Talk, was shooting hoops one day, and all of a sudden he stepped on somebody's foot, messed up his foot, came in here hobbling. He could barely go on the air. <laughs> I'm just picking at Lowell. But should he have... Should he have the opportunity to do that, is that something that the Clemson staff should monitor? Is he making a mistake? 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to talk about Trevor Lawrence playing some uh, intramural basketball and basically getting upset that a pick's thrown at him and running over the guy. And then hitting him again. And then having to get a talking to from the, uh, from the refs. We'd love to get your thoughts on that. I, I think most people are in the camp of, why is he out there? Why is he doing that? Me, personally, I think that he should have the opportunity. He should be educated because that's what coaches do. Okay, look. You want to play intramural ball, this is what you're going to have to deal with. You get hurt, it could hurt your, hurt your NFL chances. It could hurt your ability to do this. It could hurt your ability to do that. You may end up scrapping with some guy. And regardless of what happens, when they lead off the story with that, which, by the way, it will be a story. That's why I'm talking about it today is because I've got the video of him pushing a guy down. It's going to lead with Trevor Lawrence roughs up intramural basketball player. That's, that's what the lead story is going to be. And you're going to come out looking like a bad guy, even if you're not a bad guy. Even if we don't have video of it and, and we can see, you know, maybe this guy said something to him a couple of plays beforehand before he set a good stiff pick on him and it ended up, you know, bumping him. But we'll get the story of Trevor Lawrence roughs up guy in intramural basketball. And that's something that's going to come back to you in the NFL, by the way. It could come back to you in the NFL. Hey, why'd you rough this guy up in intramural hoops? So he should be educated on that. But I don't know if I'm in the camp of... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, we should dictate every section of their lives. Why in the world would you want to go anywhere and and do anything if it's going to be that much of a dictation? If you truly are a student-athlete, intramural sports are part of what being a student-athlete is. Now, I don't think you should be out there playing on the flag football team, don't get me wrong. But if he wants to shoot intramural hoops or intramural golf or intramural volleyball, intramural softball, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Trevor Lawrence playing intramural basketball, and the world is upset. Talked to some Clemson fans in the hallway here at the iHeartMedia Studios, and they are all like, I can't believe he was out there. I can't believe it. Yeah, he's a college kid. He should have the opportunity to do that. I know my buddy Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. He'll have some stuff on that later on. But I'm in the camp of let Trevor play basketball if he wants to do it. He should have some coaching, though, like, hey, um, this may happen to you. But if you remember, when Coach Sweeney did the whole thing with the football facility, he talked about competition for everything. If playing intramural basketball is something that's going to give Trevor Lawrence a competitive edge, I think that's great. But you know another area that that may work with Trevor Lawrence? How about in the land of being humble? Because you've got everybody and their brother telling you, hey, you're the greatest football player ever. And trust me, I've seen that. You're, the, you're, you're, you're never lost a, a football game at Clemson. You won a national title. You're the odds-on leader to win the Heisman Trophy going into next season. You think that won't blow up somebody's head? You know what will break it down real quick? He gets out on the intramural court, and yeah, he's taller than everybody else, but he may not be the best player. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's something that can keep him humble. I kind of like the idea of him playing intramural basketball. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. is the number to call. We could talk about that this afternoon. Um, Do you think that he should or shouldn't play? Do you think that the coaches are silly for letting it happen? Because I'm sure they had to know. They, They had to know what he was doing. I think it breeds competition. You're competing. I mean, you're always competing. I think that's what Dabo Sweeney wants. Why not go out there and do it? 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the rundown today, we've got some uh, baseball. We're supposed to have baseball this afternoon with South Carolina. I haven't checked my Twitter feed on that. I, they're supposed to have a baseball game with uh, Winthrop today. We'll see how that's going to go. Also, we've got... Uh, Clemson baseball for tomorrow has been uh, canceled. They moved that game to April. So we will not have a Clemson baseball game tomorrow. Uh, South Carolina is supposed to welcome in Presbyterian tomorrow. So we'll see uh, if that game gets in. Because right now, 
the rain and everything else is just absolutely nasty. Absolutely nasty stuff as far as uh, rain and whatever throughout the state. But the Trevor Lawrence basketball team, do you think he should be on it? That, that's my big topic that I thought we'd get into today at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. I got reaction from this stuff from uh, Facebook followers. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook. You can watch the show on Facebook Live, by the way. Lots of people do that as well. But the Facebook followers, they were all in the camp of the Gamecock fans were calling it Osterine Rage, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That, that is actually really funny. And then there was a lot of, why is he out there? Doesn't he know his future? You know what? He's a college kid. Uh, maybe I'm not completely buying into it. But we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call to get involved with the rundown right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400.com. Oh, that's the website, by the way, 1400.com. As my brain is scrambled today. I'm working through it. I'm getting there. A couple of uh, basketball games tonight. South Carolina is at home with uh, Ole Miss. We'll break that down for you in just a little bit. Tip-off for that game is at 7 o'clock tonight. Clemson is also at home. They welcome in Florida State. That game tips off at uh, 9 o'clock tonight. So you can uh, check that out. We'll have that game for you right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400.com. Or, or 1400, and you can listen to it at uh, 1400.com. Also on the iHeartRadio app. So wherever you are, if you want to uh, check out the program, it's simple. You can check out this program, listen to all your Clemson sports right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. So some of the reaction from Facebook, we'll get into that in a moment. You can also respond on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. That's another way to get involved with the show if you're a, a busy person and you can't call. That's okay. Other things we'll get into today, we'll talk about Antonio Brown. We'll talk about Clemson and the bubble situation. Then... We've also got uh, a great a couple of great stats when it comes to Manny Machado and the payroll for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, we'll get into that and a lot more this afternoon. We'll talk about Colin Kaepernick. What happens if he signs with the Carolina Panthers? I mean, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. The New Orleans Pelicans are becoming the team in the NBA that is almost like days of our lives. So, yeah, we'll talk about that this afternoon as well. And I've got my, uh, I've got the five best off seasons in the, uh, in the major leagues. So, we'll get into that as well this afternoon. Of course, you can catch all that right here on the rundown. We're going to take a quick break. We'll have more of the rundown in just a moment on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. We'll head out to the phones real quick. Then I've got some baseball talk. We'll get into that in just a moment. But here, let's head out to the phones. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Rundown. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Appreciate it, man. What's up? Uh, I wanted to go ahead with uh, some college football starting up spring practices. Here's okay. And release my final four for 
for next year. Um, one of them be a shocker to people, but I just think uh, I'll give my reasoning in a second. But we got Clemson, Georgia, Texas, and Nebraska. And uh, the reason I, the reason I say Nebraska is Scott Frost has a very good track record. Um, uh, Central Florida turns around and and uh, with what he did last year at Nebraska starting out 0 and 5 or 0 and 6 and and I think they went finished up like 4 and 2 in their last six games and um I think the the Big 10 is going to be in a state of flux um I think Ohio State's going to take a step back with Urban Meyer leaving and what they have going on there Michigan until they beat somebody I'm not going to give them any credit um I just think their schedule sets up really nicely. They got their two toughest games at home, and uh, I think they're going to be the, the surprise team. But um, other than that, I, I could maybe see Texas A&M taking Georgia's spot. But I'm going to go with Clemson, Georgia, Texas, and Nebraska. I'll hang up and listen. All right, man. Hey, thanks for joining the show today. He's giving us his uh, his predictions for uh, the stuff next fall. That's pretty cool. We've got time for that, and we do our spring breakdown. But um, I, I don't really get the Nebraska pick. But, hey, man, that's his own. You know, people – sometimes uh, you you got to step outside the box a little bit. Why not? I can see that. Some reaction from Facebook about Trevor Lawrence. And should Trevor Lawrence uh, be playing uh, basketball? Joseph says, I think the kid was mouthing off to Lawrence, and he had enough of it and shoved him down. I believe the other players on the football team are going to have even more respect for their quarterback now. As far as him playing, uh, Dabo wouldn't, uh, wouldn't let him play, but he could get hurt walking down the steps, and kids will be kids. Yeah, I mean, you can't have him in bubble wrap. I, I agree with that. But imagine Clemson going into next season with, and this is not to be disrespectful to Chase Bryce, but Chase Bryce is your quarterback because Trevor Lawrence breaks his foot. Yeah, that puts a damper on the Clemson season next year. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Real quick here, I want to uh, talk a little bit about the two basketball games tonight. First, South Carolina will play Ole Miss at home. This is a big matchup for the Gamecocks. The Gamecocks need this game to stay in the top four of the uh, of the SEC. Being in the top four is great because you get a first round, your first two buys. So you don't have to play in the SEC tournament until day four or the, the Friday of the SEC tournament. Why is that important? Because then that first round matchup you're going to get, you're going to get a team that's already kind of road weary. And your chances of winning that game definitely go up. And the more wins you have in the tournament, the better off it makes you, in my opinion. And then winning the tournament, by the way, three games in three days, instead of winning all these games over uh, a period of, what was it, five days? I think they start playing on Wednesday, Tuesday night, however it works. So, big matchup for South Carolina tonight. Now, they don't need to get into a hole like they did against Texas A&M because Ole Miss is a much better team than that. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Much better team. And then defensively, they probably won't let them get back into it. But an interesting matchup tonight for South Carolina. I think Las Vegas favors them a little bit. I have to check the line on that. But Gamecocks and Ole Miss tonight at the Colonial Life Arena. Should be an interesting matchup. Keep the Gamecocks in the uh, in the top four if they can pick up a win. It'd be a disappointment if they if they lost this game. If they want any shot of making the NIT, I suggest that they get into the mix and be one of the top four in the SEC. I think that'll help you when it comes down to NIT selection time. Much less getting into the NCAA tournament. Now, Brad Brownell up at Clemson, he's got a big game tonight. If he wants his team to be in the NCAA tournament, they are like squarely on the bubble tonight. So it's they're on ESPNU at 9 o'clock, and they play a Florida State team they lost to earlier in the season to a game that if you watched, they should have won. Should have won that game. But... Brad Brownell talked a little bit earlier yesterday about what they could do better in this matchup than they did in uh, the matchup at Tallahassee. Probably defend the three a little bit better. They made some shots against us, the Nichols kid. You know, one of the things that's hard about Florida State is they probably got four or five guys. You know, obviously there were three seconds we steal the ball and have a chance, and uh, their kid makes an unbelievable block. So that's just, you know, we've had a couple of heart heartbreakers. You know, that's basketball, and got to be ready to move on. Brownell and Clemson will look to move on tonight as they tip off with Florida State. That game is at 9 o'clock. CBS Sports has this to say about Clemson. The Tigers are still looking for that signature win. I don't think they're really valuing that Virginia Tech win as much. Uh, And he says, I'm not sure that a victory over the Seminoles would be that. It would be be Clemson's best win of the season and just a second in Quadrant 1. Yeah, so I think if Clemson wants to stay in the mix... They've got to win that game tonight. And I think after that, if you look at the schedule, it looks a lot easier for Clemson. And it's, as I've said before, their toughest three games were at the beginning of the season with playing on the road at Syracuse, playing on the road, uh, or play, having Duke, who is just an amazing team, playing them as well, and then Virginia. Virginia is no joke as well. But the rest of the schedule, as it peters out here, is it comes down to they're 15 and 10 right now. If they can pick up that win, they'll be six and seven in conference play. NC State, if they've already played them, I'm looking at the wrong thing here, Rob. But yeah, they play Boston College at home on Saturday. Boston College, once again, not very good. On the road at Pitt, I think that's a win. North Carolina will be tough on the road at Notre Dame and then at home for Syracuse. So Hoops are in it's in their hands. I think if they go what five and one the rest of the way, something like that, I think they're a tournament team. If not, it's on to the NIT. So we'll take your calls this afternoon. 
right here on the rundown. If you want to talk about Trevor Lawrence, should he be playing intramural basketball? If you want to talk about uh, what Clemson needs to do on the basketball court, if you want to talk about South Carolina, do you think they deserve an NCAA tournament bid if they go 13-5 and in the SEC? All that and more this afternoon right here on The Rundown. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Appreciate it as always. You know, I'm going to jump into some baseball talk here real quick before I get back to some football stuff because I've got some more interesting football stuff to get into today. But I, I had a moment where today I realized why I love college baseball so much. Now, I know there are tons of people that are like, and these are the purists out there, well, if you play with a metal bat, I'm tired of hearing that ta-ting. I'm tired of hearing that. They should play with wooden bats. All right, get over yourself. It's the same game. It's the same game. It's still baseball. It's not like they're out there with... I know that you can get cheap hits off the metal bats. I know that. But it's still the game. It's still America's pastime. Okay? But I had a moment today where... I realized one of the reasons that I love college baseball much more now than I loved it when I was much younger is what's going on with with the MLB. Two stories came out today. The first one was Manny Machado signed with the San Diego Padres 10 years for $300 million. Yeah, show me the money. I'm with you, okay? Now, that, that kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. The Atlanta Braves are, they've always been my team. I've, I've, John Smoltz, Greg Maddox, you name it. Love those guys. I, I can argue with you about Chipper Jones being the best switch hitter ever. Don't come at me with Eddie Murray. I don't want to hear it. Okay? But for next season, the San Diego Padres spent... $56.5 million for the following production. $21 million for Eric Hosmer. He hit two fifty three, eighteen 18 homers, 69 RBIs. Now, Will Myers did not play much last year, but the year before, he hit two forty three, thirty 30 homers, and 74 RBIs. Then they've got Machado, $30 million for, for Machado, 297, 37 homers, and 107 RBIs. That's what they get for $56.5 million dollars for next season to put that into perspective the tampa bay devil rays which is a team that i think that could should be contracted because nobody cares they play their baseball games in a shopping mall which they do no one cares about the tampa bay rays down there unless they're playing the new york yankees and the snowbirds from new york that go down to tampa to uh, do their thing can actually go and watch the yankees play or go and watch the red sox play You'll see more opposing teams' hats and jerseys and everything else in that stadium than people that actually care about the Tampa Bay Rays. All right? Their payroll is $51 million for the entire team. Yep. Wrap your head around that for a second. Now, I'm also in the camp of you got to build with your own players. The Padres have tried to do that, and they've failed miserably. That's why they're spending so much money in free agency. The Atlanta Braves are, in my opinion, doing it the right way. For next season, the Braves have Freddie Freeman under contract. He's the best player on their team. 
$23 million for Freddie Freeman, 23 homers, 98 RBIs, he hits 309. And then for $575,000, they've got Ronald Acuna. He hit 293, 26 homers, 64 RBIs. And Ozzie Albies, 261, 24 homers, and 72 RBIs. So for basically $24.5 million, you get 73 homers and 234 RBIs and guys that all hit for higher averages and actually steal bases. So I put that out there because it does give you hope if you are a fan of Major League Baseball that maybe, maybe he can, uh, that, that's something you can look at and think, all right, well, if, I, if my team drafts right and i got a guy that can actually go out and evaluate talent, then maybe we'll do well. And the Atlanta Braves have done a very good job of that. Now, but then you have this story from the Red Sox. John Henry, the owner of the Boston Red Sox, said Monday, there's not a perfect correlation between a bigger payroll and winning, but he does say spending more helps. Now, this is the guy that that won the World Series last year. And if you look at his team, he's chock full of players that pretty much came from everybody else. And, you know, they give, in the NBA, they gave Kevin Durant so much crap for going to uh, play for Golden State, leaving Oklahoma City, the team that drafted him, and going to, going to Golden State. I think we should have, give people more crap in baseball for going to these teams. And I know that money talks. I get that. I completely get that. But going to chase a title with another team, you should have the same the same scarlet letter on you that these guys have because in my opinion it kind of kills baseball you end up with just all-star teams which is what the Red Sox and the Yankees have and you're playing everybody else the Kansas City Royals are basically a farm team the Atlanta Braves are basically a farm team You don't want to look at it that way, and I know they go to the playoffs and stuff like that, but watch when the Braves play the Red Sox last year. I think they won one out of the six matchups, something like that. It just doesn't doesn't do what's best for the actual game. So when I see that and I see there's not much I can do about it, I'm able to overlook the metal bats in college baseball. Because when you go to a South Carolina game, a Clemson game, a Presbyterian game, you name it, those young men that are out there want to be out there. And yes, I know a lot of them may end up playing in the major leagues. Seth Beer last year was, he was just one of the guys on the Clemson team, if you follow Clemson last year. And now he's working his way up through the minor league system, and he's probably eventually going to be playing somewhere for somebody. But the point is, is that when you go and you watch these guys, they actually care about the game. They, it actually still means something to them. And it's not Manny Machado cashing a $30 million check to play a child's game. Or John Henry spending all of this money to get the absolute best players and thinking that what he's doing is best for the game. So when I go into Major League Baseball season, I'm going to watch my Braves because that's what I do. But I'm going to watch as much college baseball as I possibly can this year. Just because they really, really enjoy it. Now, on that front, if you're a true baseball fan, 
You cannot root for the Boston Red Sox. You cannot root for the New York Yankees. You just can't. If you care about baseball, you just can't. It's just, unless you were brought into it and then you were just made a fan of them, you can't just pick them as your team. It makes you look kind of shallow, in my opinion. All right, if you want to respond to that, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Baseball in the major leagues is kind of going to Guinea with this contract from today, and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. This is The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Sam's giving me grief on Facebook Live today about he's going to root for the Red Sox because of Jackie Bradley Jr. You can do that, sir. Under Rob's plan of fandom, I'm fine with that. But understand, understand this. Jackie Bradley Jr. is probably one of the best defensive outfielders in, in, in Major League Baseball. I think he gets the Red Sox three wins a year by himself. Okay? He is that good of a defender in the outfield. But the Red Sox, are when his contract comes up after this season, I look for him to be moved by the trade deadline. Why? Because he's up for arbitration next year, and they're paying $31 million to David Price, who plays Fortnite and video games so much he has carpal tunnel. They're also paying uh, J.D. Martinez, who had a great year, but he's getting $23 million. Rick Porcello's getting $21 million. Okay, when you add all that up, they're not going to have enough room for to pay for Jackie Bradley Jr. I bet Bradley Jr. gets traded to, I'd love for him to go to Atlanta, by the way. Can you imagine him in the outfield and right field? I mean, I know that he normally plays center, but if you have him in the outfield with Acuna, try running. Let's see what happens. It's not going to work out well for you. It's just not. I think that a lot of people overlook a lot of that with baseball. I think two things have kind of gone away. The first thing, and I did this myself earlier, the first thing I look at, how many homers and RBIs did Manny Machado hit? It's like automatically that's what I'm thinking. But then i got to think about this too. When you have guys like Jackie Bradley Jr. who are defensive stoppers, they're not going to make any mistakes in the outfield. There's something to that. There's something to that. But then the other argument is uh, stolen bases. Billy Hamilton, who played for the uh, Cincinnati Reds last year, an amazing player. He gets on base. He's going to steal bases and wreak havoc. I think he's led the league in stolen bases, 50, 60 bases a year. And he played great defense as well. So anyway, my baseball ranting for the day. As we get into baseball season, my, my, my message to you is, is simple. One, watch all the college baseball that you can because they truly love the game. And two, support teams that are not uh, high in the payroll, like the Atlanta Braves, the Kansas City Royals, teams like that. Teams that are trying to build themselves from within, and they're using logical folks to go out and get good talent and develop them within their system and bring them up and then hope that they can go and beat those Yankees and Red Sox teams before these guys break off and sign with the Yankees and the Red Sox. 
So there, there's my message for you on that. A couple of other things before we get out of here today. There's an article on ESPN.com about the Carolina Panthers. Pros and cons if you're considering signing Colin Kaepernick. Now, I'm in the camp of I don't think Colin Kaepernick wants to play anymore. And I, I just, I truly feel that way. If he wanted to play, he would have played in the AAF. He'd have played in the CFL. That's what I would have done because then I could have thrown rocks at everybody that said, you know what, you haven't played well. So that's one of the things with the Panthers. Can he still play? What is it going to cost? All right. The league minimum for a player of more than seven years in the league is $930,000. Fair market value for Kaepernick, according to this article, will be from anywhere from one to two million if they sign him as a backup to Cam Newton, which, by the way, the Carolina Panthers need a backup right now because I don't know how well Cam Newton's going to be. Um, the other thing that they're going to have to think about is would he be a distraction? They did sign Eric Reed. He was kind of like Kaepernick's buddy. They both were kneeling for the national anthem. Yeah, I get that. But I'm also in the camp of Kaepernick was just his name is something that's just going to hit you in the face and hit you hard. You hear Kaepernick and either A, you love it, or B, you just don't. You hate it. So do you want Colin Kaepernick on your team? That's, that's something else we could talk about today at 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. I think it's too much of a distraction, but I'm also in the camp of if they run him through a workout and he can actually help a team, then I'm paying my public relations staff to make him look like he's awesome. And that's what you have to do. Get him on ESPN, have him doing interviews with, you know what, I believe this, I believe that. Soften him up and make him look good. That's what you need to do. Let's head out to the phones before we get out of here this afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Rundown. You know, it's a shame. A lot of people still disrespect. Kaepernick did not beat a lady. He did not fight anybody. He didn't get into trouble. This guy got kicked out the league for kneeling against the flag. And everybody's talking about what a distraction. He has a right. You put this man off the leash for something like that? But what this guy in the White House talked about? That's ridiculous. He's still in shape. I wish he could come to Cleveland and be a backup quarterback. This young man took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. And he's out the lead now because the scumbag in the White House Said the guy knew to started something. Are you kidding me? I, I don't think that, uh, first of all, I don't know if Donald Trump has that kind of reach. You may be right, but my thing with, with Kaepernick is, and, I, and I'm not trying to get, if he wants to kneel for the national anthem, he has the right to do that, but he has to face the consequences that come with it. Now, my thing with this, though, is, is that he hasn't played in a game since 2016. So does he have the capability to go out there in the NFL and still play? If he does, and he could help my team, which is the Green Bay Packers, who, let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers is great, but he is fragile. Old Christmas story reference there. If he can go and help my Green Bay Packers, then he, and he, ha- he can get us to one more win to get us closer to the playoffs. I think as a fan you got to be a little more forgiving. You know, Kaepernick, lawyers on TV the other night, he said Kaepernick still works out. He's in good shape. He's throwing the ball. He's, everybody just thinks he's a cancer. This guy is quiet on the bench. 
He took him to the Super Bowl. I would love to see him back in the lead. Yeah, but he did wear pig socks to a workout and made sure that everybody's seen it, and he was referring to cops as pigs. So that, that didn't really work out well in his favor. He was referring to who? Kaepernick did that. He wore pig socks, referring to the cops as pigs. And when you do that, you just don't look good. And, I, and I'm not trying to get on the social end of it, but there are little things that he did that people can look at and say, you know, maybe I don't want to deal with that. Me personally, I think if you can win, as long as you're not beating up people, yeah, you, you've got a place for me. Simple as that. At least Kaepernick, before I go, at least Kaepernick had the guts to come up because cops were killing innocent black folk. You saw it on TV. They were killing black for no reason, shooting them down and getting away with it. So he stood up for the rights. You know, nobody kicked James, Jim Brown out and Bo Russell back in the days. When they marched in the 60s when I was a young man, nobody talked about that. Civil right was right. Michael Jordan wouldn't do anything to support the cause. The cause. I'm serious. So I, I, I appreciate Kaepernick. I think there are a lot of people that do. And, and, and trust me, I'm in the camp of I don't want anybody getting shot regardless of the color of their skin. I mean, I'm with you on that. And he does have a set of cojones for doing that because he knew that there was going to be some blowback. So uh, for that front, I, I have respect for Kaepernick, Kaepernick on that front. But I do understand there are going to be people that are like, can he still play? I mean, you haven't played since 2016. That is a long time ago. Just two, three years. Give him a shot. Well, I, I understand that, too. Out. But you know what else? And this is something else, too. If you knew, if you had it in your head that the NFL blackballed you, don't take their money. Make them go to court and then go, have your day in court where you can actually look at them and say, this is what you did to me. That's more damaging than actually taking their money, in my opinion. Well, you know, you've got different opinions, Rob, and I do, too. But I'm glad he took the money since they dogged him out uh, two years. Listen, football, two years. The money, the money that they paid him is is like is like me taking is like us going to lunch somewhere, man. They don't care. I mean that that they gave him that money to shut his mouth. And I think being a true crusader means you just basically tell him, hey, uh, I'm not I'm not going to take your money. We're going to have our day in court. But that's just me. Hey, man, I'm out of time, man. But thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate it. All right. So more of the rundown tomorrow. Right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Clemson basketball tonight. Airtime is at 9 o'clock. Uh, Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. Airtime is at 8.30. Right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. One in three adults has prediabetes, but with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.